Welcome to the show, Five Star Fam. I'm AJ. Before we get into it, become part of the notification squad by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button on YouTube. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly, and it's the new year, 2023. All the possibilities of a new season, but oh boy, there are a lot of transfers and transfer rumors to get to in this episode, and we will have all of them for you, especially that massive one that just broke. So... Yep, let's uh, first, though, get to the kit leak. LA United, uh, the primary kit for 2023 and probably 2024. Uh, more details have come out. And uh, yeah, this one, hat tip to Andrew Wagner on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he got it from that French website that uh, leaked it the uh, a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, there are some really interesting details in this one uh, where we thought there were only two black stripes on the front. There are actually five black stripes, not full uh, full bars of uh, black stripes, but uh, definitely you can see the five black stripes with gold trim on the uh, bottom of it on the sides. And the top are yellow, or not yellow, uh, gold stripes as well with a collar that is also gold. And then you have the back where it says United is with the 17 as the I and the T with the Georgia, uh, the shape of Georgia on the back as well. So definitely it gives some credence to the legitimacy of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's a replica. There's no star. There's no, like, finer details and cut. Uh, because, you know, the authentic ones definitely always have a, uh, more rounded cut or something that's a little bit more, uh, more fine. But this one, yeah, I mean, red back as well looks pretty damn good, uh, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, some people might say that, uh, it's a little too reminiscent, but I mean, it's uh, pretty much the LA United logo a little bit uh, with the stripes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely hearkening to the 2017 vibes. And uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we definitely are making some moves. So, uh, you know, we'll see if we can do the business like the 2017-2018 season in this kit. But first bit of news is that Marcelino Moreno, he was uh, he was rumored to Coritiba, a Brazilian side by Felipe Cardenas, and then yeah, I mean it's a it's a loan move apparently, and shortly thereafter, uh, it was on the same day Moreno he moves to Coritiba officially, and so yeah, he didn't really say a goodbye. Uh, it was uh, pretty much already. You know, he had moved on uh, on his social media posts to Coritiba. So, uh, you know, maybe it, it is again. Uh, it is a little bit of that Carlos Bocanegra effect where, you know, there's not really too much fanfare or, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Bedside manner a little bit of uh, what might be required in uh, when we move on some players. But... Yeah, uh, so Moreno, you know, uh, one of our number 10s, one of our wingers uh, has been moved on. Looks like uh, if we are going all in on Tiago Almada, I mean, you know, if it is, it'll be at least uh, 
uh, for a half season maybe and uh, you know until we actually move him on because yeah there will be a lot of moves that will be necessary in this uh, in this team but it's maybe the uh, the start of many from uh, you know uh, Garth Lagerway the new president and maybe the uh, you know the kind of the, the sanction moves that uh, he's wanting to see so uh, next up Mutual termination from LA United and Emerson Hindman, the midfielder. I mean, yeah, uh, Boca, he said, we had a good conversation with Emerson and it decided together that it would be mutually beneficial for him to get a fresh start. He has been a great professional and teammate throughout his time in Atlanta and we want to thank him for his contributions to the club. We wish him the best in his future. He, of course, came in in the year that uh, Frank de Boer uh, came in, kind of mid-season. Uh, gave a really nice push in our midfielder, uh, you know, in our midfielder depth and uh, helped us win the Campionas Cup and the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, yeah, in that season, he had a season high or a, a, a career best uh, 20 MLS appearances in 2020. Um or in that next season, rather. But, uh, yeah, then a combined 16 appearances over the next two seasons due to that injury, uh, that ACL injury, of course, that he uh, he suffered. But, yeah, uh, 51 appearances, 35 starts across four seasons, uh, four goals and six assists, just really not a great return. Uh, let's be honest. And so, yeah, it is uh, at his wages you'd have to say it's a it's a you know just a bad move um you know especially with the injury as well i mean you can't predict the injury but i mean you know looking at the numbers and looking at the contributions it's just uh poultry as uh, returns for uh the the type of move that uh and you know salary that he was on but uh yeah next bit of news as well another player uh moved on and uh, Fabrizio Romano, he reported, uh, which means, man, it's like, uh, you know, when it's a, a Brazilian club and it's also, you know, involving LA United, it's, man, like this is huge. But uh, Sao Paulo, uh, he mentioned that Alan Franco, he was going to move on a permanent deal, uh, full agreement on a three-year contract with an option for a fourth season. But uh, yeah, uh, it was on Wednesday he was supposed to go to get a medical and it was on Thursday that it was announced uh, official and Sao Paulo have their player, Alan Franco. And yeah, I mean, you know, LA United, uh, you know, uh, Boca, he mentioned that Alan was a consistent contributor over the, uh, the last two seasons. We want to thank him for his commitment to the club. This was an opportunity that arose and was beneficial for both the club and the player. We wish him continued success at Sao Paulo. Yeah, ultimately, uh, you know, the transfer fee wasn't disclosed, um, but it does open up an international slot on the 2023 roster. And yeah, I mean, Franco, mixed bag of, uh, you know, results, I think, in performance from him. Uh, you know, there are some moments where he, uh, he looks like a world beater. And then there are some other moments where he looks completely lost out there on the, the pitch. And it's just something that who, uh, you know, 
we uh, we are low on center back depth. Uh, there are uh, fans that are wondering, like, okay, you know, this is uh, a veteran player. What are we gonna do? Uh, you know, we have very low center back depth. But uh, yeah, it's you know, hopefully, uh, in terms of salary, in terms of uh, you know how much it can open up, in terms of uh, you know the uh, the gam for us. I think this is. A strong move for LA United to uh, get players that are more of a, a better fit. I always thought he was maybe uh, just a little too calamitous uh, at times where you didn't have the full faith in him. And yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he could play out from the back pretty decently. But yeah, I mean, on a one-on-one, -on -one, probably didn't have the most faith in him. But uh, it is something that's... Yeah, Franco, uh, a player that I think uh, probably will be missed around the locker room, but uh, I think you know we can find something better, and uh, there it is. But yeah, now to the big breaking news. Inter-Miami apparently are in serious talks with LA United over our former MLS MVP, Joseph Martinez, according to Tom Bogert. Yeah, nothing agreed yet apparently, but discussions are ongoing. And I mean, man, it anywhere, anywhere but MLS, I feel like, uh, or even on the West Coast, I feel like would be okay if we see him just like once a year. But I do not want to see Jose Martinez three to four times a season, probably three only. But still, either way, uh, you know it's going to come back to haunt us. You know he's going to. Uh, be really, really fired up to score against us. And yeah, it's just something that I hope that there's another team or another league that will come in for him because yeah, I really just, it, it will hurt to see Jose Martinez in this league, uh, and especially in this conference. But uh, yeah, I mean, nine goals, four assists last season in 1500 minutes. And uh, you know, we, uh, we of course had that news that's, um, you know, Felipe Cardenas uh, mentioned that, uh, you know, Joseph Martinez and Carlos Bocanegra, I mean, um, you know, it's basically they uh, that the both parties have agreed that it would be probably best to move on. So it's, man, uh, Joseph Martinez, that this would be, this would be crushing, I think, uh, for a lot of Atlanta United fans to have to see him in a rival kit. So... Yeah, hopefully it's not uh, to enter Miami, but uh, what do you guys think? Where should he go? Where would you prefer him to go if he is to leave? Would you rather him stay? I mean, you know, is uh, is it just, uh, you know, too far gone, though? I mean, is Garth Lagerway, he agreeing with Carlos Bocanegra and Gonzalo Pineda that, uh, you know, we need to move on from him? I don't know. Uh, it's definitely, I'm, uh, I'm of mixed opinion on this for sure. But um, yeah, moving on from that, SK Beveren, they uh, they announced that Tyler Wolf would be recalled early from uh, his loan there, and so our homegrown player Tyler Wolf, uh, yeah, he he only appeared seven times uh, for the Belgian club this uh, this past fall, but yeah, he will be coming back to Atlanta United and will be joining us in preseason, which is coming up soon, by the way. But uh, yeah, you know, we have, of course, Thiago Almada uh, as our 10 and Tyler Wolf would potentially be another player that 
would be that depth in that position since now Moreno is gone. But uh, as well, speaking of another 10, uh, according to Colina Informa, Brazilian side Vasco, they're reportedly interested in Ezequiel Barco. And yeah, who, uh, of course, he's loaned to River Plate. Uh, he had the uh, the first season of a two-year loan in 2022, and his uh, his loan ends in December 2023. But uh, yeah, United apparently are reportedly asking for something around $8 million for the 23-year-old Argentine. I mean, if Thiago Amato was to go, well then... Uh, Ezekiel Barco potentially could be recalled if uh, we were to want to do that. But, uh, you know, um, you know, and plus when Barco was last with us, he was very, very productive. But I think ultimately we would have to figure out our DP slots. And, you know, if Jose Martinez is to go, well, I mean, yeah, we probably should bring in a DP forward. So, you know, it's uh, a... <laughs> I don't know if it's Ezekiel Barco that should be uh, the one that uh, is moved uh, moved on or brought back, but it is um, it is very interesting to see that uh, yeah at River Plate he has not really hit as uh, well as we could have wished. So yeah, Ezekiel Barco eight million dollars. I mean that is a far cry from the valuation, pretty much half of the valuation at least of uh, what we paid for him and definitely really really far off of what uh, our former president Darren Eels had for his valuation in the 20s and 30s and uh, definitely he has been underperforming and not reaching that potential but moving on from that uh, we uh, have a uh, academy midfielder in Aiden Torres that has made the U.S. Youth National Camp his first call-up uh, he's been playing as a defensive midfielder for the academy, but it can also play further forward and in the back line. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff for uh, Aiden Torres for the academy for LA United. But uh, moving on to uh, a former uh, LA United player in George Campbell. He apparently signed a new three-year contract with CF Montreal with an additional option year in 2020. Uh, 2026 and so definitely I mean you can see that uh, you know uh, CF Montreal highly coveted this player they paid a uh, handsome gam amount and uh, they have signed him to an extension and yeah I think that shows probably uh, you know with another one of our homegrowns and academy players Noah Cobb that uh, you know the club is banking on uh, him as one for the future and, uh, you know, kind of clearing a pathway for him. And so, you know, currently, I mean, our center back depth is pretty much Miles Robinson and Juanjo Porata, unless we uh, sign some other players with preseason coming up. But, uh, yeah, I have no doubt that we will probably sign some more players uh, in the center back department. But, yeah, it is uh, perplexing and, uh, and I think uh, insightful. In uh, in this move, but uh, and perplexing in that way that, yeah, I mean we uh, we don't know. I mean Miles Robinson, he uh, his contract is uh, is already you know close, if not already run out. So he, uh, you know, there is an extension on the table for Miles Robinson, and whether he is going to take it or not, we shall see. But 
yeah, uh, also another uh, former Atlanta United defender, George Bello. Uh, it's a transfer rumor from him uh, at Armenia Bellafield uh, to Watford FC, of course, the uh, the English side. Uh, yeah, apparently they're looking seriously at Bello. And yeah, there's a 25% sell-on clause from Atlanta United. So a uh, potential sell of $1.5 million. Yeah. We might uh, get some benefits from that, but uh, and that's uh, from Footy Insider 24/7. But uh, yeah, Bello to Watford to an English or to uh, an English side that would be interesting. But yeah, uh, and uh, also another former LA United player, Piti Martinez. He's joined by Cristiano Ronaldo at Al Nasser. I mean, it is uh, yeah, you know, one of the goats joins uh the saudi arabian team and yeah i mean that's it's just wild i mean uh pt martinez goes from playing with Lionel messi and then now also with cristiano ronaldo and uh yeah if you had that on your bingo card i mean wow you're just uh you're just a modern day nostradamus but uh or nostradamus but Wow, you know, Pete Martinez is playing with Ronaldo. It will be very, very interesting. Uh, but Ronaldo still hasn't played yet. So, uh, yeah, it will be, uh, you know, if you're a Ronaldo fan, I'm sure you're uh, you're looking at uh, seeing how he's going to do at Al Nasser. He's on a $200 million a year contract. So, yeah, uh, for those that don't think he went there for the money, let's just be real, okay? He's, he went there for the money. I mean... Uh, you know, he said that a lot of, uh, uh, you know, European sides were in for him and that his business in Europe was done. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's just be real. But, uh, next bit of news, man, the U S men's national team is a absolute shit show. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, this Greg Burhalter uh, bits where, um, yeah, some, uh, potentially incriminating uh, news was uh, threatened to uh, be leaked out. Instead, the Burhalters leaked it out themselves. Uh, it is uh, where Burhalter uh, he admitted that uh, early on in uh, he and his wife's relationship, they uh, yeah had a really terrible incident where uh, they had an argument. Burhalter kicked. Uh, her in between the legs, but uh, apparently they have reconciled uh, and everything uh, in terms of that. So they've been married for uh, apparently uh, yeah 30 plus years now, and uh, but uh, it was apparently going to be leaked by uh, Claudio Reyna. That's uh, Giovanni Reyna's uh, dad, and uh, but apparently Danielle Reyna, his mom. Uh, the, uh, yeah, they uh, said in a statement that she told the USSF sporting director Ernie Stewart about that incident from 31 years ago, and yeah, that uh, she was going to leak it, But uh, and that was all over Giovanni Reyna uh, wanting to be, uh, or yeah, their parents wanting him to have played more in the World Cup as, uh, yeah, he got very little playing time, and it was definitely... Just this uh, weird thing that leaked out before and after, and 
just this whole thing where uh, Burhalter didn't handle it well, the Reynas haven't handled it well. It's a complete shit show, and yeah, you at least at least LA United is not this. I think that's the uh, the beauty of that. But uh, yeah, oh my gosh, this is just uh, it's scandalous. It's like just absolute shenanigans and does not paint the U.S. men's national team in a good light at all, the USSF at all. But uh, yeah, and yes, so last bit of news, uh, pay tribute to, yeah, Pele, the Brazilian legend, uh, one of the greatest of all time, and uh, if not the greatest of all time, you know, a player that definitely inspired uh, everyone who has ever seen uh, him play in person or footage of him playing. I mean, there are so many players have been, uh, you know, just inspired by his play, his uh, his otherworldliness as a soccer player. I mean, and it's just uh, Atlanta, uh, you know, and MLS and soccer in general in the United States would be completely different if Pele had not played uh, for the New York Cosmos. You know, so it's just absolute rest in power, Pele. What uh, a sad uh, bit of news, but it is, uh, you know, uh, something that, you know, Pele and Maradona, they, uh, you know, they'll be able to, you know, kind of play together as uh, Maradona was uh, wanting to, uh, I think, uh, or Pele mentioned on his uh, social media when uh, Maradona passed. So, yeah, they will be able to play together in heaven. Guys, that is all the news for this week. Uh, which bit of news was the most surprising? I'm looking forward to what your uh, your thoughts are. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much the entire episode except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's our biggest need in the squad right now? I mean, do you think it's the goalkeeper, the back line, midfield, forward? It's probably everything. But which line do you think and which position do you think is the greatest need let us know in the comments below looking forward to what you have to say and that's it for us today remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already share this episode and leave us a review and your rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings i'm aj thanks so much for listening